Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio at Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to my show. Remember, each week, this is the place you go to when you want to learn the latest on anything going weird out in the world. I'm talking about your neighbors, your parents, your cousins, their best friend's sister who works at the McDonald's down the street. Everybody that's having experiences, they reach out to me. (laughs) I'm just kidding, but a lot of them have. And I'm talking about them here on the show, so I welcome you and anybody that you've heard about to go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com or ShadowFolks.com. They both go to the same place and tell me your stories. Tell me what's on your mind. Tell me what you've experienced. Tell me if you have questions or if you've researched something or if you just have an idea about what is going on out there because I am absolutely open to sharing it and uh, also giving my opinion because I try to give some level-headed advice because I always say 
I am someone who has been there, seen that, experienced it, freaked out, found some answers, wrote about it, got over it, and now I'm trying to help others do the same darn thing and to get over this, you know? Explore. Figure it out. Sprinkle some Jesus on it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> because it's important. Uh, you know what? I also got to tell you guys, go to the social media platform of your choice and find me at one, put a one in front of my name and Heidi Hollis. So at one Heidi Hollis, H-E-I-D-I-H-O-L-L-I-S. And uh, send me a message. People are always surprised. I do respond. <laughs> and check out my paranormal comic strip, The Outlanders. You will find that on Instagram at The Outlanders Comic and also at theoutlanderscomics.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm telling you, life has been so very strange for me. I think from the beginning. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I've been sharing some things on the program about some of my strangeness here and there, sprinkled, scattered, because I've always just kind of been an honest person. And uh, it's easier to remember the truth <laughs> because my memory can be really wackadoodle sometimes. And I'm like, well, okay. Like, like, it's so weird to me. I've met one other person who's had this kind of thing, but I don't know. It seemed to be in these circles too of people who experience odd things. Um where it's hard to tell the order of things in life. And I'm talking about like, okay, somebody called me today or was it yesterday? <laughs> it's like, it, it gets like that. And I'm like, time is really irrelevant to me. And I don't understand it. But one other person who does that is uh, somebody that kind of goes between this world and the next. And uh, I'm like, you know, I do tend to, see other things. Um, I've been honest about it, too. It's like, if I've experienced something like Jesus, I've talked about it. If I've seen aliens, I've talked about it. Um, you know, I, I just put it out there because I know what I came for in this life, and it's supposed to be helping people with these types of things. But I have to tell you guys, just before I dive into a little bit deeper, um, <laughs> this today's show, do you know what it's about? Uh, today's show is all about your emails. Why? Because I have so many of them, I have to get caught up. <laughs> I've been interviewing so many different people, and I'm like, holy moly, people are experiencing a lot of things, and I always just grab these things randomly, and uh, yeah, and if I see, like, there's a pattern, if there's, like, a, something in the in the top of the subject line that says, please help now, I will answer that right away versus not. But otherwise, I'm sitting here reading these things live to you without having read them earlier. And if I did, I, I usually will tell you. Um, so I have no idea what we're going to talk about today until I look at these emails. Um, and again, I always welcome people. Come on this program. Share your stories. But most of the time, they just want me to uh, go through them. And I get it. That's fine. Uh, I would be scared sometimes, too, in talking about this stuff or just being being on the air. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's that was scary for me for most of my life. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know how people got comfortable with with public speaking for, but for me it was literally Jesus showing up. Um, and still I'm not that comfortable. So I, I just uh, have a sense of humor about it, and that's how I pull through. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> yeah. 
talking about some weird things. I'm trying to sprinkle some more of my weird elements here and there on the show. Um, so I said from the beginning that I had some weirdness, okay? And it's true. From the beginning, I learned, okay, first off, you know, when you're like 18 and you're about to go out on your own, right? And your parents like, oh, here's your birth certificate. Here's your other papers. Here's your social security card and all this stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. All right, thanks, you know? And I got mine side by side with uh, my younger sister, who's not that much younger than me. And so it's like birth certificate, boom. Okay, cool. My sister's birth certificate was a nice little fancy certificate, you know, with the little ribbon like pattern on the outside. I get mine and it's like all black and white. And there's a little like piece of paper like stapled to it. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? And I'm like looking and I'm like this second little piece of paper behind the front part that's supposed to be my birth certificate says what my name is. But the front doesn't have a name. My my birth certificate doesn't have a name, guys. It, it doesn't. It's just a last name. It's a girl. And these are the parents. But there's no name. So about six years later, my parents decided to send an addendum to say this is her name. Now, why is that? I don't know. It's weird. It's absolutely weird. Um, <laughs> and and then it's like, uh, you know, being handed out other papers by the parents. And those were weird because I didn't get some. Uh, <laughs> why, why am I telling you guys this right now? Well, I had to go and work for several people and you have to show your birth certificate and whatnot. And they always make a comment about it. Like, I've never seen this before. I even had to work for a certain um, uh, government type of facility. And no, not like CIA or or anything like that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It wasn't that important. Uh, And they'd never seen it before and questioned my birth certificate. Like, this is not normal. This is not typical. Nobody does this. I'm like, well, shoot. And, you know, I've talked about it over the years to so many different people. And uh, one of my friends who was a crime reporter for the New York Times at one one point, goes, well, Heidi, I know why you didn't have a, a name on your birth certificate. They only did that in the case of if the child wasn't expected to live. Did you hear me? If the child wasn't expected to live. And now I was born in San Francisco and I started Googling. And sure enough, A story came up, in particular, for San Francisco, if a child was not expected to live, they oftentimes left the name off the birth certificate. Uh Uh-huh. What is that? And then there was the rumor that my mom had twins at one point, but wouldn't say which one of her kids had a twin so they wouldn't miss their twin okay i'm suspicious that it might have been myself and i might have my dead twins birth certificate yeah is that weird um 
it gets weirder because I got a, a reading by one of the top psychics out there. And guess what? Without me saying anything, <laughs> they said, oh, you lost your twin. <laughs> what? <laughs> I lost my twin? Yeah, guys. Apparently so. And, you know, back in the day, you know, if you just said, can you please, you know, change that birth certificate so it looks like just a single kid was born, you know, I don't want her to be sad if she sees she lost her twin. I mean, a nice nurse might go, oh, sure, sweetie, I got that. So, guys, I don't know. I might have a twin or had a twin. Very, very strange. Now, what gets weirder is I have a sister that's younger than me, right? And I've always called her like a twin because we finish each other's sentences. If she was somewhere and she's walking in the door singing a song, I'm singing at the same time. Uh, if I buy something and put it in my place, I go to her place and it's it, like in the similar spot that I have it in, in my place. Or, or we get like same outfits, but a different color. And guess what that psychic told me? Oh, but your twin was born. She just came later. It's your younger sister. Yes, I said it. I said it. Chills, chills, chills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's something I've never shared on the air. <laughs> so very, very strange. And in these these topics and stuff that I'm going to be dishing out, they all play into a bigger picture that at some point I'll be discussing. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys, I think today it's going to be a fabulous bunch of, of emails. I see some juicy ones here. <laughs> I don't know what's in them. Uh, but uh, again, I want to invite you guys to go to HeidiHollis.com. Tell me your stories. Give me the details. If you have photos or drawings, write me at HeidiHollis at gmail.com. And, you know, put as much details as you want. And if you feel like you missed something in an email, write me again. Say, hey, by the way, I forgot to tell you something. I mean, and also, don't forget, if you're a person that's interested in the paranormal in general, I have a Facebook group called Paranormal Pledge. That's where you're supposed to raise your right hand and say, I swear to at least tell one other person about what it is I've experienced so we can have a lot more people in the know. And then I have Shadow People and Hatman Experiencer group on Facebook. And that's for those of us who are interested in the topic or have experienced these things. As long as people are cordial, you know what I'm saying? And don't forget, on all the social media, at one Heidi Hollis. All right, you guys, we're going to get to our first break. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. 
Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? And meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> As I mentioned before the break, it is all about your emails today. And, uh, you know, I like sharing some of my odd stories. I've been talking about so many strange things over the years. I just uh, I sometimes wonder, I'm like, for people that have followed me, going from network to network and whatnot that, uh, you know, gosh, they must have heard my story a gazillion times. But, you know, I still get a lot of new listeners and they're like, oh, I've had, it's funny, this past week I've had like five different people say, I'm a new listener and your show is so fun. It's just so pleasant to listen to. So I want to say thank you guys for uh, the compliments and for sticking it out with me and uh, enjoying yourselves because the paranormal is not all about putting a flashlight under your chin right it's about learning it's processing and uh yeah i mean how how are we going to get out from underneath the dark spooky stuff if we're not keeping it real like we would with any other topic you know it's like that's why i speak as i do and um also i came from a family that wasn't shy 
about talking about what it is they were experiencing because we were kids and we were just scared. And we're like, did you see that? Oh my gosh, you know, did you, why'd you run? I mean, <laughs> where were you? You left me alone, uh, that type of thing. So I was always just brought up in that kind of atmosphere. It's like something happened, you speak about it. So it wasn't a question if I would talk about these things. I sure just never imagined I'd be speaking on a global scale mm-hmm, and to be the first and only person to discover, name, define, and trademark two phenomena. I used to say paranormal phenomena, but it kind of goes in between uh, UFO, alien, uh, and paranormal, demonic, Christian stuff. So it's Shadow People and Hat Man. Uh-huh. The originator right here. But guess what? The information I got did not come from myself. Uh, it came from beings that I had experienced and um, I knew. And uh, yeah, and it's a it's a part of the, the conversation I don't get to talk about as often. And if you would look at what the main being looked like, and now this being was something that came to myself and college roommate, all right? So it wasn't just me by myself. Um, and this being looked very much like a small, a small like baby almost, but fleshy pinkish color but uh, two and a half three feet tall I don't know something like that um and you know with like the soft features easy to smile type of thing and uh people talk about cherub uh, angels right like it's like a child angel and um this being indicated that yes they have been called angels in the past so um you know, I'm not one to say something is angelic or alien, you know, if it's not. I knew him to be alien. I knew that he was referred to as being angelic. and uh, But his presence, I have said at times, like an angelic being, I would say sometimes, but usually alien. Um, but yeah, you know, as the... The, the conversation moves forward about UFOs and aliens, right? A lot of people who have religious beliefs are not going to understand, okay? Though in a lot of cave wall paintings, there are what? Alien craft and alien looking like beings, right? Uh, in a lot of uh, Christian paintings and artwork, they have... UFOs and craft, and they would refer to these things as having some kind of godly connection, right? I'm not going to say that aliens made us, because I don't believe that to be true. Uh, there is a creator. I know that is a fact. And I know that for a lot of different reasons. But I think a lot of people are going to have some trouble distinguishing between the two. But I'm telling you, you can't go by looks alone. Okay, you have to be able to close your eyes and feel what's before you if it is good or bad. Okay, we had a belief system uh, based upon the interpretations of artists uh, having winged human looking angelic beings. But, you know, the descriptions in the Bible, descriptions and sightings of angelic beings sounds very alien. Okay. Um, but call them angelic, 
if they are of God, if they speak of God. The being that I had contact with spoke of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoke of Jesus being who he said he is. Yeah, told me I didn't pray enough. Uh, it was it was quite a shakeup. Let's put it that way. And then filled in the blanks on these beings that I called shadow people and hat men and uh, what they were about, what they are about, and what's going to be happening. There are other things I haven't disclosed. And, um, you know, a lot of people took the information and ran with it and tried to make it their own. But uh, it doesn't it, it, it doesn't add up when that happens, because there is an origin story for a reason. And the way that I spoke of these things for a reason. And uh, people should know the full truth of it. And um, as I gather more, um, because there's some other elements I are out of my control to pull forward, um, I have to hold on for a little bit longer. But uh, on my YouTube channel, I will be disclosing that. So it's uh, YouTube uh, dot com forward slash Heidi House. Check it out. And uh, at some point, I'll be discussing that. Now to get to your emails. I, I apologize. I didn't think I'd talk about that so much. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's important. It's important. All right. So I got this email. Okay, this one just says, Dear Heidi, that's me. Um, <laughs> in 2012, I lived in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And the first day I moved in with my girlfriend, I felt that there was something dark in the master bedroom closet. Ugh, it's got to always be closets, right? I asked her about it, and she said, I know it's there. And that is why my daughters don't come in here. Oh, it, it, look at that. And again, a woman pays attention. <laughs> Two weeks later, I awoke suddenly and saw a dark figure standing at the end of my bed. He had broad shoulders and a long, dark-looking trench coat. He had what looked like an 18th century preacher's hat on, big round brim. Ugh, you guys saw that movie, uh, Poltergeist, right? With the pastor. I think it was Poltergeist 2, maybe? I don't know. He was about seven or eight feet tall. I could see he was facing me and not her. Oh, I got bad chills down my neck. I did not feel fear. I was angry because I felt he was invading my home. And I yelled, get out. And he vanished. <laughs> Two days later, I woke up and felt paralyzed and could not talk or move. I could not breathe like someone was sitting on my chest. I don't know how long I was paralyzed, but when it lifted, I was so angry. I ran to the closet and yelled, get out. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> this is my home. And a couple of days later, whatever was in the closet was now cowering in the corner of the garage? And never bothered me again? Oh, man, I got chills going down my legs, everybody. Whew. What do you mean? And then they just end it there. They just end this email there. Can you believe that? Whatever it was, was no longer in the closet and is now cowering in the corner of the garage. And it never bothered me again. Newt is what they put. 
That's their their name. Newt. Wow. That's that's insanity. That's insanity. Like what? <laughs> I don't understand. Did you actually physically see this thing? And or did you just feel it moved out? I mean, it sounds like you saw it. But dude, give us more deets on that. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Huh. So, all right. So you yelled at it. You know, sometimes I have heard people who have like thrown who they are as a human being at something. And that means like all your oomph and stomping and get out. And uh, I think it shocks these things sometimes. But then it came back and got you, didn't it? It pinned you down, made you paralyzed, kind of made it a little bit stronger when you cave in and get angry. It does happen. Um, so not always a good idea. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody to go and be confrontational. And uh, I say sprinkle some Jesus on it. Like I, I don't, uh, I don't confront these things usually, but I'll tell you, I had a bit of an incident once where I kind of, kind of gently did. Okay, but um, it's it's one of those out of context like situations for myself. I had a very 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 vivid dream of him, of Hatman, and uh, this is another way that they come because they try to learn your weaknesses. I was having a conversation with somebody, and he just rose up in the middle of it. It was quite rude. Um, <laughs> And uh, I looked at it and I took his hat, everybody, and I used my left hand. You know, I got a dumb left hand where I can't control it to do much of anything. And so it's like so little effort for me to take his hat and smashed it into his face and then smooshed him down to the ground and said calmly, I don't like you and I never will. And I continued my conversation with a friend I was having in my dream. So, uh, I'm not confrontational usually. Um, I don't recommend it. Um, but I have faith that is very, very, very firm for a lot of good reasons. Um, if you haven't read my Jesus is No Joke book about my seeing Jesus on several occasions, um, I suggest you check it out. Um, because, again, I'm just painfully honest about the things I experienced. And, um... Yeah, but thanks for sharing that, Newt. All right, you guys, we're going to get to our next break. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on iHeartRadio at Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network. Check it out. We'll be right back. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. 
Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad, is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor, and meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing at all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> I want to remind you guys to go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com. Tell me your stories, tell me what's going on, and you can also write me at HeidiHollis at gmail.com. If you want to send me your drawings and photos, and follow me on all social media at one Heidi Hollis. All right, you guys, I've got a juicy email. Oh, yes, I do. And as I was gathering up the emails, I saw back-to-back the same email address, so I grabbed that one, too, because apparently they hadn't finished their conversation with me yet. Uh, (laughs) So here we go. Oh, see, here's somebody that spelled my name wrong, but it's okay. Uh, (laughs) So this one says, Hi, Heidi. I've just seen the Ancient Aliens episode on Shadow People. That's the one I told them to um, actually do that episode. I was surprised they listened to me. My idea. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I was taken back to my childhood. Ooh. I was stunned to hear others have experienced the terror. My experience started in 1969 when I was six years old. 
going on seven, and my parents and two sisters and I moved from central London to a house on the outskirts of London. Well, hello from across the pond. It's nice to meet you. Um, About a month after we moved into the house, I woke one night aware that someone was standing over me. I opened my eyes and was terrified to see a tall, dark figure leaning over me with his left hand on my chest and a dagger in his right hand. Oh, 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 oh. This is not okay. Seven years old, guys. Keep this in mind. This is a kid. This is a kid. (sighs) I screamed and instinctively thrust my arms to ward off the figure and it disappeared. Mm. My parents came running in as my scream frightened them and it was put down as just a dream. Although my dad was concerned as I scared off a burglar in our old house a year earlier. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I don't know where that came from. Uh, But that is, I mean, that's like, okay, dad's like, hold on, this happened before and he scared somebody. All right, so continuing, it said, a few nights went by and I convinced myself it was just a bad dream. Just as my parents said it was, probably triggered by the memory of the attempted burglary and being in a new house. But it was waiting until I was off my guard as around midnight, I woke again from feeling its presence and opening my eyes. He thrust his left hand on my chest and started to thrust the dagger towards me. My goodness. I must have already been screaming as my mom came bursting into the room, switching on the light, and he was gone. You guys, okay, I got to tell you right here before I forget. You know, I pull these these things random, okay, these emails, and it always surprises me when there's a common thread between them, you know? Yeah, sure, the tall, dark guy, you know, with the hat and everything, but, you know, here, this, uh, this kid and the prior email, they were able to ward off this guy, right? And he comes back. And he gets closer and he gets a little bit more intimidating and he's able to do a little bit more. It's like, sure, you scared him off that first time, but he's learned. He's learned. Think about that. He's a predator. Okay. So he learned like, oh, oh, this one wakes up when I'm around. Oh, I don't want that. I want to get closer before it wakes up the kid or the guy or whatever and see This sixth sense, this sixth sense that we have, this gut that we have, it's a little bit more sensitive than others. And this is why he comes. He knows you're able to do certain things, but he tries to be sneaky. He tries to get a a, a good, good, good hard look at your soul and creep closer. Okay. And, uh, but darn it all, if the people that aren't gifted are able to wake up and ward him off, so... He's learned that you're a little bit more sensitive than he thought. So he's got to do a little something and and paralyze you or something and get a little bit closer that second time around. Okay. And uh, 
it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. But um, but here's this common thread. Got rid of him that first time, but yeah, he comes right on back. All right, so where was I? Um, okay, so mom came bursting, switching the light on. Okay. This went on, oh my gosh, three to four times a week. Look at that. Because it's a kid. This is a kid. Absolutely taking advantage. Three to four times a week. And after about the third week, I woke without screaming, but just threw my arms up towards him just to get rid of him, and he would disappear. Mm. This obviously offended the shadow man, as then it started pummeling me almost every night for about two weeks with his fists. Come on, guys. This is a kid. I got horrible chills all over me right now. And my parents would find me clawing at the walls like I was trying to tear my way out of the room. (sighs) This makes me so angry, guys. You have no idea. Emotionally angry and sad. You know, I just can't. This is... You know... Um, there's some truths about all of this stuff and there's some things that I know more about this guys and this is me talking I I know more about this guy what he's here what he's here for and um, there's other steps that need to be made okay and there's other things I gotta talk about in regards to him and in due time I will okay Okay, um, so saying clawing at the walls, uh, trying to tear their way out of the room. And then he continues, I came down with an illness, a terrible ear infection, bronchitis and flu amongst other problems. And the visitations stopped for a while. Then the shadow figure was back. Now that's interesting. So he likes to get people worn out where they get sick or they're about to get sick. And I like to think sometimes that he brings it with him. He's done this to you. I mean, this is quite a few things to have in a row here. So this just kind of falls in line with, yeah, he comes around illness and death and all those things. But it's wild that he would stop once you're at your weakest. I mean, was he just hoping that your soul would slip out? I don't know. I mean, he's he's a little tricky sometimes. Most times. All right. Um, And it continues. It became a part of my life. Imagine a seven-year-old fighting for their life every night. Part of my life that I had to endure alone as I couldn't tell anyone. As everyone thought I was a lunatic after my terror tearing of the walls. A lunatic? A seven-year-old? This doesn't just happen out of the blue, guys. If you have a kid, all right, just talking to you guys. If you have a kid that suddenly has a change in their sleep patterns, please, medically or whatever, give it some thought, all right? Because I know some people don't survive these attacks. He had a dagger at a seven-year-old night after night. I just, uh, and I can't help but to think if this dagger was a wavy dagger, like I had 
pulled out myself once from a demon. Ugh, I don't know. Okay, continuing. I'm not sure what triggered my response one night. When I was 10 years old, oh my gosh, three years passed. You're dealing with this? And it felt like I had been preparing myself for this night with every confrontation over the years. I fell asleep for the first time, not feeling afraid. And when I sensed the shadow man, I jumped up and I grabbed his arms. <gasps> oh, I got chills. Oh, you grabbed his arms, forcing him back and said to him calmly, go away, leave me alone. And he pulled away, disappeared, and never returned. For me, anyway. Oh, do you guys hear, see this pattern? Do you hear this pattern between the prior email and this one? Ooh, the chills, the chills, guys. You know, there is something to be said about the human potential. I have talked about that. The human potential where we are a lot more than we appear to be or expect to be, okay? I always say do not confront these things, but stand your ground firmly. I wouldn't want to touch the dang thing. Oh, no, but you did as a 10-year-old. But I, I get it. People get pushed, and they don't expect its prey to fight back. It's harder to chew, you know? Um, <laughs> it's true though. Um, so it's interesting that this 10 year old and the person beforehand just was confrontational. I mean, literally went after him and this is not the first time. Okay. I've, I've heard these stories, um, but it's not as common and it's usually guys and they can get themselves into trouble with that. You don't want to confront and like say, you know. It's like an open invitation. It's like fear, it feeds off from. Anger, it feeds off from. Illness, it feeds off from. Um, so it's it's really uh, interesting when he recoils. He doesn't usually come back swinging, unless he really thinks he could take you, but there have been all out battles with people who have met Hatman and people are swinging and going to town. So um, that's not unheard of either. But you know, I gotta finish this one after the break. So you guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll be right back. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. 
join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? And meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Radio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> I want to remind you guys to go to HeidiHollis.com and at the Outlanders comic on Instagram and also follow me on social media at one Heidi Hollis and uh, don't forget to tell me your stories going to my main website HeidiHollis.com. All right, you guys, uh, continuing this email that has a lot of similarities to the prior email. I did not do this on purpose, I swear to you. Um, So this person says, at 10 years old, after over three years of being tortured nightly by Hatman trying to drive a dagger into him, and everybody thinking their kid is a lunatic. A a kid, a seven-year-old. A lunatic. You had just moved. Just moved into a location. I'm going to say Hatman was there. And he picked a target. I mean, I can't stand him. I can't stand him. I can't. I mean, I hope you guys have as much disdain for Hatman as I do. He is more than just an enemy of mine and of 
everybody in the world. Um, it's very personal, okay? Very personal. And uh, again, that's part of another story I'll have to share. Um, okay, so this person at 10 years old grabbed Hatman's arm, <laughs> waiting for Hatman, and got the, got the drop on him and said calmly to go away and leave me alone. And he pulled away and disappeared and never returned. For me, anyway, they say. <clears throat> when I left home, my sister moved into my bedroom. You see, this is a locational thing. It's in that bedroom. Moved into my bedroom and that Christmas Eve shared her experience of waking with a shadow figure standing over her and being terrified of sleeping in that room. Mm. I told her that she must not show him fear and to demand that he leaves her alone. A few weeks later, my sister called to thank me for the advice as it had worked and he was gone. Look at that. It's interesting, huh? Just showing that extra human potential. I personally, right now, I'm... I'm always surprised at the lack of people calling on a higher power. I really am. Even as a kid, you know, I know I was told, pray to God to help you. I, I, I just haven't seen that brought up here at, at the, in the least, you know. Um, it's kind of kind of surprising to me and it's disheartening because I, I think a lot of these stories would be shorter had they thought to call on their faith. Know what I'm saying? So I, I find that sad, um, but glad that it worked for you, though three years in the making and for your sister, poor thing. All right. So it continues. My parents finally understood what I was going through now that my sister had the same experience. Oh, oh, they're on the late show, huh? That didn't feel so good, did it? To have to hear that coming <laughs> They're going to believe her, but not you. Huh? You're just the lunatic. Mm-mm-mm. Now that your sister had the same experience, and a few years later, they sold the house. <laughs> I wasn't aware of this happening to others and would say to them, show the figure that you are not scared and that you are willing to confront them to drive them out of your life. Oh, boy. Mm-mm. Nope, nope. I would not recommend that. Um, stand firmly. Yes. Uh, don't grab at him. You don't want to touch that thing. It is kind of an invitation, guys. It seems odd, but like when you're grabbing for something, you're kind of giving some of your energy. Okay. It worked for you. Um, but you had to get to a point of anger. That's like, it would have been done and over with, with a little, little sprinkling of Jesus on it. It, the words are, in Jesus' name, get out. And guess what? It's done. <clears throat> yep. Now, this is the second email for this person, because I saw this was back-to-back. -back. Hi, Heidi. Further to my earlier email, I realized after sending that the burglar in our old house could probably be related to the shadow man. Oh, really? As I remember telling the police that night, that the man was wearing a hat like the ones in the old movies. Oh, ho, ho. 
Could it be that they followed me to the new house? Oh, guys. I always thought it was the ghost of the old man who lived and died in the house previously. Seeing the program in your website has made me realize I'm not alone. I'm not the weird kid that ripped the wallpaper with his fingernails. Aw. And it wasn't my imagination. Thank you! Exclamation point. Colin. <sighs> Warms my heart, Colin. <clears throat> it really does. It does warm my heart. Um, wow, so you're the only person to see the burglar. It does indeed, then, sound like it wasn't so much a situational certain location where Hatman was residing. He was following you and uh, took up residence. And when you got rid of him, he stayed in that spot waiting for the next person, which was your sister. So, yeah, old-fashioned movie hat? Mm-hmm. That's him. He does tend to follow. Doesn't matter where you live. He moves with you. He'll go to work with you. Had it had it happen to me, unfortunately. Uh, many others that have written me. That's why I have a certain way of telling people how to bless their homes and to keep their blessing with them. Because this way you are able to protect yourself wherever you go. So, and how do you do that? I'll just tell you briefly. Like when you do your home blessing, and I mean you do it, not having somebody come in and stand behind their faith. You, you do it. Um, unless you're possessed and you need a priest, that's different. Um, (laughs) and you do the blessing using like a cross necklace that you can wear. So you blessed your home and now you've got your blessed item and it's with you. Always. I never take mine off because hat man hates my guts and feelings are mutual. Amen. (laughs) Oh, he hates my guts so bad. And that's, um, I always feel good knowing that. Um, it sounds weird to say that, but it lets me know I'm doing my job, you know, and a job indeed, because he is, oh, he just makes me so very angry. I just, uh, but again, I, I'm just always befuddled with the fact that so few people call on God or Jesus to help them. I'm seeing the likes of the devil and I'm not going to call on the polar opposite. Oh, oh, yes, I am. One of the first things. All right, so I have a little bit of time to answer this really quick email here. This one says, Hi, Heidi. I've never seen anything yet, but I find it all very interesting. I did, however, somehow know that my grandpa passed right before my mom was told, but it was only seconds beforehand. Huh, okay. And I did wake up out of a sleep to my best friend yelling my name while being murdered. Oh, my gosh. I tried to block stuff out. Sean. So this person here is telling me that they are gifted to a certain extent. And I think a lot of people have, like, these incidences that happen. But then a lot of people have no idea what that is. Like... I had an interesting conversation with a friend the other day. It was just like, I've never had a deja vu. I never had a deja vu? Like, what? Like, it never dawned on me 
for somebody to never have experienced something out of the ordinary, even just a little bit, like not at all. But that same person has never remembered a dream they've ever had either. And they feel like they've never found a direction to go that was they were so passionate about, you know? And I'm like, wow. And, and they brought up an interesting point to me that I never thought about. This is weird for me. Okay. Um, I like to think a lot. <laughs> and uh, it's like, well, Heidi, when you got your memories back about why you're here, and you've just always kind of focused on that, right? And I'm like, well, yeah, I remembered what I came here for. And, you know, everything has been about that, you know, trying to fulfill that agreement. Mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, they said, well, what do you think the rest of us do? And it's so weird because just more recently I've been thinking about that. Like, people have to find a passion, right? And I'm like, there's people that like to be really, really neat and clean about everything. And I'm always like amused, like, wow, how's that? How's that a passion? Or there's somebody that likes to, you know, paint rocks or, you know, do these other little doodads and stuff. And and I'm like, I never really thought about like how people find their passions in their life. But I get it. I get it. I mean, you have to make it of something, but... I had agreed to be doing something in this life. So that was my focus. And I just never really stopped to think about how others had to find a passion and find a reason for doing certain things in their lives or with their lives. So it's just it was a really interesting conversation. I thought I'd share. But anyways, I want to thank you guys for who took the time to write me. I hope it was helpful. And don't forget, you guys, go to HeidiHollis.com and tell me your stories. And follow me on social media at one Heidi Hollis, H-E-I-D-I-H-O-L-L-I-S. And also ShadowFolks.com and uh, TheOutlandersComic.com and follow at TheOutlandersComic on Instagram. We've come to the bottom of another fabulous program. I hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. I am never bored here. I could do this all day long. I used to do a two, sometimes three hour show and I talked just the same. <laughs> I had a ball. Um, so uh, it, this is a shorter format, but it's always fascinating. You guys keep it interesting with your comments and your stories. And I thank you for trusting me. You have been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye. Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. 
Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.